Hey, man. Don't come in here touching my stuff, cuz. The old Nick would have took it. The old Nick would have got fired on, too. <laughs> and I would have waited to wear it when we used to go. Fanny. Man, friends, how many of us have them, man? Oh, man, you ready to do this? Man, I was born ready. All, right, all of our uh, faithful listeners are about to hear how excited we are every time we step into a podcast. But welcome to the Hate Us Alone podcast. It's your boy Russell. We are back for the first time in 2020. 2020. Uh, the last time we were here, there were two Lawrences in the room. Uh, one of them was funny, there and one of them was be one. <laughs> and the one that's not funny, oh well, he's not on the podcast. He's retired from rapping and come back since then. Uh, so that's how long the it's quickest been. Quickest retirement of rap. That man retired and like was like, ah, I'll go to church today, and it was like, oh no, Jesus told me to come I don't back. I think it was that long. I think it was about 30 minutes. He essentially said Jesus told him to come back. It was something like that. Like, I didn't read the whole something status. like Moses came down from that mountaintop, told him not to retire. Man. So, you've got to love him. But, uh, so, shout out to uh, J-Flo for coming through, uh, gracing, uh, gracing us with his presence. And I thought it was a good episode. Um, we had I got a lot of good feedback from it. And, actually, I got uh, a lot of people talking about wanting to join causes with him for the uh, – the thing, uh, yeah, his what, foundations and yeah. everything it would be nice if he could call those people back. Uh, yeah, I'm calling you out on his podcast, but I got the same. I got a few people hitting me up and saying, Hey, give my information to your brother so I, could, I got some ideas to help, help him. So reach out. Yeah, I mean, we gave you a platform, use it. Uh, I probably got you a record deal, and then I told him, like, Nah, he don't really rap like that because yeah, it was no like more. right when you retired, so I didn't know, but <laughs> it was with Capital Records. Man, how's 2020 treating you? 2020. Uh, New Year, same me. <laughs> uh, not changing. But no, uh, New Year. Uh, just New Year to get older. New Year to, you know, just increase your goals, wealth, knowledge, health. What'd you do for New Year's? I His name Freaky? Yeah, I man. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. I'm, I'm cutting out whatever you say. Yeah, so, man, I got real nasty with my couch as far as watching the ball drop and then going to bed. No, I didn't do much. I, Watch I, the ball drop. That's how you. That's how you. I said the ball. I made sure I said the ball drop instead of balls drop because I knew how you are. But no, I, I mean I'm right now at the age. Well, I just don't too much care to do something because of it's been a day. So. Man, New Year's, especially New Year's, like in Tennessee, is overrated. You can at me. I don't care, bro. Like you're not telling me that to go to the same bar where I wouldn't have to pay to get in. Wouldn't have to pay the parking. There's not going to be 30 million strikes on the, uh, 30 million cops on the interstate. Now it's 50, 75 dollars to get in. You're going to give me some damn. uh, So you're just not going to turn your phone off. Man, don't worry about that. You're just that important in 2020. This is my wife. Talk to the people. Okay. Well. Hey, babe, you're on the podcast. What up? (laughs) So. And, you know, that's a snowball effect that just happened because. Russell's wife's call, but I guess to this point that it's too expensive. You, you're pretty much just losing out, wasting money just to say you went out on New Year's. You know what? I'll just let them have their moment. But no, man, so I'm not going out and spending 50 60 $75 a ticket to get in and to drink champagne and stand there and dance and stuff like it was this I'm place cool. in chat. It's called Moxie. I think it's fairly, rarely new. Uh, well, it's new to me. Lane Lowe's Chalford? Where's that? It's downtown. Mm. So it's um, actually, I mean, 
when I went, it's no cover charge. And they have, like, games and stuff you can play, like, Connect Four. They got pool. Everything is it's free to play. Um, the drinks suck. But, so, for New Year's, they had it where they would have, you know, all you can drink. They would have food provided um, for $225 a ticket. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, so uh, for me, I, I don't too much care to do. Now, if I were, were to do something for New Year's, I would rather it be kind of like a, a house setting. Um, yeah, I'm Everybody get together. You know, we just have drinks, watch the ball drop, play music, play games, whatever. I'll do that. But as far as to go out, yeah, I'm not a, I, I don't too much care to do that. Well, that's my thing. Like, it, now, we all wanted to get together, have some drinks, play some spades, you know what I'm saying, eat wings and Rotel or whatever. Like maybe that's... we can set that up for next year. Yeah, uh, I'm charging y'all fifty dollars to get in though. It's still I'm gonna be cheaper paying. than anywhere else you go. I'm still not paying, bro. Come on, we can just fight. <laughs> that's the that's the uh, the big night entertainment. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they didn't know. Um, but no, yeah, I'm off of that. Did you do anything New Year's? Did you make it to the ball drop? Uh, yeah, actually, did you drop balls. Well, I was here with my daughter. Uh, when a new year and a new decade rolls around. Many sorry about that. I should have done this ahead of time. But uh, no, you're so unprofessional. <laughs> Ain't nobody listening to us right now. <laughs> My mom will. Hey, mom. <laughs> so we, what we did, uh, by Lana. So I actually recorded like a uh, or pulled up on YouTube the ball driving from last year, mm-hmm. and then Alana and I watched it at like nine o'clock, and I put her in the bed. Genius. <laughs> and then from there, um, I watched it. Our leader had to work, unfortunately, just by being a nurse and, you know, how that goes on yeah. holidays and stuff. So um, not too much. But, you know, 2020, Russell's here. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, so, so toxic Russell is back. Toxic bike. Mm. <laughs> it's bike. Okay. Um, so, I mean, if you want to just go on and get into it, we can go on, and, go on and get with it. So since toxic Russell is back. Bro, Lizzo's full of crap. And I hate her. That, Y'all I, gonna stop glorifying nah, how Lizzo did you know and her gonna, body? <laughs> that is the exact topic I was gonna start with. Lizzo. We all know about her antics at the game. So now you, we were talking in pre-production. That's what people like to call it when y'all just <laughs> so talk right before you all hear. Um, <laughs> I imagine us having donuts and stuff and talking about <laughs> with a little napkin <laughs> folded in our collars, talking about what we're gonna do. But no. So yeah, what were we talking about? So I made a post uh, on Facebook that got a little traction and some people tended to agree with me. So Lizzo is obviously very out there and very encouraged to be the big person that she is. Cool. I am a type of person that one, I'm overweight. I call myself fat all the time. I don't care. But love yourself. I mean, at the but same... you got fat fat for our group me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same time, you need to understand that like when you're obese, which she is, and nobody can tell me otherwise, she is obese. There's no doctor in the world who's going to tell you she's not, that there are issues that come along with it. Like diabetes type 2 is largely because of people are overweight, like hypertension, Mm -hmm. high blood pressure, things of that nature um, all come from that. And so Jillian Michaels, the renowned trainer, was on a show, and she was asked a question about Lizzo and kind of, I mean, she gave the same answer I would have given. So I'll let you kind of hear it, and then I'll I'll get your response. Okay. And here are all the doctors I interviewed in my book <laughs> to explain them to you. And by the way, there's no bait and switch. Like, I, I'm not about to go, give me your keto diet and let me sell you the Jillian Michaels eat less, move more common sense diet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 
Mm. Yeah, bad enough. Mm -hmm. Well, you've said before that you think um, political correctness has gone too far in the health and fitness world. What did you mean by that? that? Political correctness is, has just, like, come so... I can't even... I, I mean, it's insane. And it's like the, the pendulum just, as far as it swings in one direction, it swings back in the other, right? And you've got these crazy extremes, whereas, oh, she's, you know, she's too fat to be a pop star. Well, you say things like that, and, you know, then there's going to be, you should never be able to say things like that, right? But for years, people were. They could fat shame, and they could exclude people, and they could make people feel less than in all forms of media. And we should always be inclusive. But... You cannot... Now, pause. I want to make a point there. Mm -hmm. She's very particular about what she said. She thinks that everybody should be included. You shouldn't fat shame. That's essentially what she said so far, right? Mm -hmm. All right, let's get to it. Glorify obesity. It, it's dangerous. It kills people. It's the number one cause of bankruptcy in our country. So there's a middle ground here. Now it's like, oh, that woman is 250 pounds. Good for her. And it's like... <laughs> it shouldn't be one way or the other. It's really no one's business to comment. It's not something you should judge. It's not something you should celebrate. That woman's health is up to her. But, it, I mean, 250 pounds, I would say 999 times out of 1,000 is going to mean heart disease, cancer, diabetes, autoimmune issues, and early death. Like, mm, mm, mm. I, I have to say, no. I, I personally found... No. And I love celebrities like Lizzo or Ashley Graham who are really preaching self-acceptance. I love her music, yeah. 100%. I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she's a cool, awesome chick. Yeah, and I love that they're putting images out there that we normally don't get to see of bodies that we don't get to see being celebrated. And um, why are we celebrating her body? Why does it matter? That's what I'm saying. Like, why aren't we celebrating her music? Because <laughs> it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. Well, I want to ask you... I'm just being honest. Like, I love her music. Like... My kid loves her music, but there's never a moment where I'm like, and I'm so glad that she's uh, uh, overweight. Like, why do we, why do I even care? Like, why is it my job to care about her weight? For a lot of people, it's that image resonates, that they feel good enough. And actually, I want to get to um, a tweet about this that, that was in response with... All right, and the rest of it, just, you get the picture at this point. Yeah. But I wanted to make sure that we gave Jillian her whole time to say what she needs to say, because what I'm finding as we get online is that, you know, people are trying to cut it up. But for somehow, some way, and maybe you can tell me if I'm tripping, but that clip right there set off all the um, the Twitter people or the Twitter, the internet world. I don't get it. What do you think? Um, well, so that they felt that she was, for lack of a better word, fat shaming? Yes. By saying that? And I'm pulling up Lizzo's responses, uh, response now as well. Um, if you want to, but yeah, go ahead and give me the rest of your thought. No, I mean, she made some good points, especially, I don't know much about it. Is she, is she a, like a health guru or health consultant or? So Jillian Michaels, when I first heard of her was on the biggest loser. Like she was, uh, when it first came she's out, she's one of those coaches or yeah. she was a contestant and she was, no, she was a, a coach. She's okay. Been in, and like, she's gone on the right, uh, okay. books that have gone, you know, mostly platinum or however they drugs books or. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that. Like she's, Did you say multi-platinum? Yeah. I don't know what they judge books by, but... Um. So, so, basically, she's saying that it's fine for us to glorify her music, but we're also saying we should accept the fact that she's overweight. And no health ramifications are going to come from that for being... Like, no one's helping her or encouraging her to do better as far as her health. It's just that we should accept it, and she should accept it as well. Um, are you saying that's what Jillian said? No, is that what... 
it appears that the people are. So, um, here are some of the responses. Jillian Michaels needs to STFU and leave BW women's BW's bodies alone. Fat does not equal unhealthy, and thin doesn't mean healthy. People want to talk body body positivity until a black woman actually embraces her body shamelessly. So because it's a black woman, now it's a problem. That's what they're saying about. So I don't mean I think fat is fat, really. Like I don't care. Hey, guess what? Hey, 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 hey. Fat does equal unhealthy. Period. Period. There's no fat person that you're going to say is healthy. Now, what you can't do, two things can be true, and you're going to hear me say this a lot over the next coming years. It's one of my favorite sayings. Two things can be true. Yes, you can be fat and be healthier than a skinny person. Mm -hmm. Skinny does not equal healthy. That's true. true. Fat does not equal Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, healthy, and fat nine times out of ten equals unhealthy. Like, the only way that you could be obese, really, and be healthy is if you're, like, a bodybuilder. And even then... So, what about offensive linemen? They're not healthy. That's why most of them lose the weight when they... Like, they have sleep apnea. Okay. Like, now, again, athletic doesn't equal healthy either. Yeah. Those guys are crazy athletic. And, yes, they're probably in better cardiovascular shape, but the smart ones lose the weight, and the other ones die in their sleep in their 50s. That's why you see Joe Thomas all fit. All of them lose that weight instantly. It's a means to an end. They're sacrificing their body in the short term so they can take care of their families for future generations in Mm -hmm. the long term. And we all would do it in a heartbeat. But at the same time, like, it's still not healthy. Like, even bodybuilders, when they're carrying around 300 pounds, your body's not built to carry that. Like, ask any doctor, and they're going to tell you it's still not healthy. That's why you see them dying of heart attacks at 42 and having strokes and things of that nature. But Lizzo's response, and this is why I can't stand her, and I'm getting tired of Kanye Jr., Mrs. Kanye, whatever you want to call her. That's what she's turning to. She's an attention-seeking like, I don't even know. She's a clout chaser. Like, y'all, yes, yeah, she may make good music. I've heard that one song and maybe a couple of other songs. And, you know, cool. It's not for me. But her responses, the way that she acts, and y'all act like that she's, you know what I'm saying, this perfect person. Like, she almost had this woman delivering food to her killed because she gave out her address and gave out her name because her food was cold or something stupid like that. Like, Lizzo did that. Lizzo showed wow. up to the Lakers game with her butt cheeks out and tried to act like well, she was being... it was a bunch being, of people defending it. A bunch of people. Bro, I don't care if you're Beyonce. I don't want to see your butt cheeks at the Lakers game. Like, and it's and not... And then just, they, got, they tried to uh, rationalize it by posting, like, cheerleaders and... Like, I've never seen a cheerleader's butt out. You've never seen the whole butt cheek of a cheerleader. Tell me where that's at. But Even the lingerie also, football league, you still don't see the whole. And they were you. also saying that they're just shaming it because it's Lizzo. If it was Beyonce or Rihanna or you know anyone like that, they would have had enough sense not. To, the only time you see them in that is when they're at like a fashion week show. But that's it's, that's acceptable because or you know, that's not a family oriented. Or place. if they're at like their performances. But when you're going to these places, this is what you're expecting to see. If I bring my four year old, I don't want her to see Lizzo's butt cheek and have to explain to her why that's out. So Lizzo's response to that clip, that clip was, uh, if my name is, in, excuse any of that listeners, and mom, I apologize if you're listening, and uh, Mrs. Lawrence, excuse the language, but this is what she said. Mm-hmm. If my name is in your mouth, so is my pussy, bitch. Enjoy the flavor. The juice singer stated on her Instagram story on Wednesday night. That was her response to that. She gets on my nerves. That's how she responded. And this how is old is Lizzo? Old enough to not respond like that. Like, you respond 
in a matter of like you can even say something along the lines of man i don't even care or why is she talking about me why is my name in your mouth you say something like that but coming out with this like come on now that woman first of all that woman said that you made good music she said like she gave her a compliment she was just Multiple compliments on what she's seen. And what she and the whole thing about body positivity is you want people to accept you for who you are and what your body looks like, right? That's body positivity. That's what this whole movement's about. Jillian said we should be only talking about her music. Why does her body even matter? Like women for years have been fighting this whole stigma of like I'm more than my body. I'm more than my vagina. I'm more than my breasts. I'm more than what I look like. I should be celebrated at the same time for what you know i'm saying for my performance Mm -hmm. that's what jillian said why are we even talking about this Mm -hmm. and then she didn't say hey she's going to get diabetes which if she stays at 300 pounds she said obesity leads to this that is a fact yeah why are we arguing about yeah i don't think i don't think she attacked her in any way at all i don't get it and it's stupid but it's like you can't you can't say anything without being it being dissected into oh you're talking about it like She's genuinely, to me, it just sounds like she's genu- genuinely concerned. She wants about everybody to be anyone, healthy. For anyone. Period. And she goes you know, on fat, skinny, that. you know, big or tall, whatever. She just genuinely wants people to be healthy. But in today's society, it's only so much you can say without being attacked. Now, I can see if, you know what I'm saying, and I encourage anybody to look it up. The clip is readily available. So, I encourage anybody to look it up. If they... Want to go? If you go look at it, her demeanor is even like she's concerned. She's confused about why this is even an absurdity. But if Julie had sit there and said <laughs> that fat B word, or you know, what I'm saying called her out her name, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, she's yeah, tripping. yeah, yeah. But she said nothing about her being black. She said nothing demeaning about her. She actually praised how talented she, said she, she was. She likes her music. Her child likes her music. And she said she didn't understand why we're talking about her business. About but what we can't do is sit around ignore like she's not obese. Like, dog. If I ballooned up to 320 pounds... I'm about to tell you about yourself. You're going to sit down and have a conversation with me because you actually care about me. If you... We even have friends that we say, look, man, like, okay, beyond all the jokes, you need to do some cardio. You need to get in the gym. You need to be active because it's just not healthy. No, you got kids. You need to be here for your kids. Like... Like... I mean, and, and with men, like, so much of your weight, like, you know what I'm saying, it can start affecting the way your thyroid works. It can start affecting your testosterone levels, which means that you may not be able to get your thing up when you want to get up. Like, it can affect your uh, sperm production, so you may not be able to have kids. It can lead to hypertension, high blood pressure, have you on all these pills. Like, it can take you away from your family. Like, we're, we're in our mid-30s now. Yeah. Like, we're going to have fin- uh, friends who won't make it past 50. Because of issues they had. They won't make it another 20 And black years. men have a lower life expectancy, don't they? We're already... Like, my granddaddy on my dad's side was out of here in 50. Now, he had a couple of vices that, yeah. you know, I won't necessarily get into, but out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it runs in people's families. Like, I don't know, man. But I will say this. Jillian was 100% right. Lizzo is a, a cancer. I, I'm tired of her. She needs to grow up and start acting like an adult. If you appreciate the way that she acts... Then you need to grow up, but you need to be an adult. I'm tired of women being able to get off stuff like, oh, body positivity. And shut up. That woman's fat, and if she stays that way, she's probably going to have heart disease or she's probably going to have some type of health risk that comes along with it. And he didn't say she will. He said probably. Period. So, got that off my chest. I told you, Tyson. Tyson Russell's bike. Uh Uh-oh. What else do we want to talk about? 
Did you ever see uh, Queen and Slim? I did. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about it? It's all her fault. It's all 100% her fault. Yeah, I told you Toxic was back in 2020, man. <laughs> I mean, all she had to do was just mind her business, let him get the ticket. Can I do you one better? What? Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Dog, you don't know me like that. Why are you fit? And I'm about to get shot because you over there popping off at the mouth. What did he do? Yeah. I went out with you. Shut up. I'm <laughs> trying to get this ticket and move about my business, cuz. Hold on, hold on. Let's even get before that. Why were they even talk to him? Why were they even in a situation? Who grabbed who phone? He was driving. So she's looking through his phone. He even asked her, like, why are you looking through my Didn't phone? Did he ask for his phone back? He did. And when she didn't give it to him, he was forced to grab it, which leads to him swerving. Talk to him. Which leads to him being out there with the racist cop. Talk which to leads him. to him outside, which leads to her getting outside, running her mouth, which then leads to her getting his, shot. Her getting shot, which leads to him. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. We've we, we we said it before. Which, if you then are watching it, like, he has to shoot her, like, in a joint reaction. And then even he's like, All right, let me baby. turn myself in. And she's like, no, nah, let's go on the run. Without a plan or anything. And then she's mad at him the whole time because he doesn't have money or a plan. Like, 100% her fault. Yep. You can't convince me otherwise. Yep. 100%. And then she only went out with him. Because she wanted, she was bored. No, she didn't want to be alone. Cause she, she didn't, didn't even want to like be him. alone. But yeah, man, that is a hundred percent her fault. Like all she has to do is shut maybe up. just listen. Sometimes, why don't you just shut up and listen? <laughs> and I guess that was too hard of her to do. But you know, I think the funniest thing about that movie was. Uh, the fact that people were outraged that they slid that transsexual woman or I guess maybe, I don't know if it's transsexual is the right term or maybe she identifies as a man. I, I don't know what the term is. Oh, oh, you're confused. You don't know what I'm talking about. No, do I don't. The light-skinned woman that was down there with the uh, with her uncle in Louisiana. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that used to be a man. Did not know that. So, like, people online were outraged. And I'm like, dude, are you outraged because they, quote, unquote, snuck a transsexual into this movie? Or were you outraged because you were attracted to that person and now you're questioning <laughs> what you like? <laughs> like come on, cuz. Wow. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't know that at all. But I didn't know people were outraged because of it. Man, people people are outraged about anything these days. But, you know, they're like, why are they forcing this agenda on us? But, like, because you didn't even know, like, how, okay, if I'm forcing something on you, shouldn't you know I'm forcing it on you? Yeah, and like I said, I didn't even know. So, if you didn't know, how was it forced on you? It's not, but You know what happened? You know what happened? It was a naturally occurring thing that happened, (laughs) and it happened in the movie, and you didn't notice it, which is essentially what equality should all should be about. You should look at it as all things equal. I should be able to put a gay person in the movie, and it doesn't... it doesn't seem like it's I'm forcing the gay. It, it doesn't matter if the character's gay or if they're straight. Like, can you act? That's how it matters. And let's do it. If the character's gay, so what? Well, what does it have to do? Everybody thinks they're for- forcing an agenda on you. Like any TV show. I need somebody to tell me what the agenda is. For you to, I don't know. Like, have you ever watched something like a gay person on TV and be like, oh, man. Man, I, I want to be gay. <laughs> like, well, it's not a choice. I don't know. We still need to get that episode of... Um, yeah, uh, when we buy the soundboard, then we'll be able to plug in directly and have somebody call in. That's probably going to be the easiest route. But, um, yeah, I guess they feel that 
the more you watch it, the more you I don't I have no idea what the agenda is. I mean, I watch a lot of things that, you know what I'm saying, I don't necessarily aspire to be. Like, we're watching basketball right now, and I don't be like, oh, man, I can go dunk now because I watch this. Like, <laughs> But that's how they think it works. They think the more you watch it, the more. So, like, if you watch a gay person, like, kiss another gay person. Then, like, you, then somehow, subconsciously, you're going to want to kiss a gay like person. Like, you want to suck penis? Is that what happens? I, I That's what people think. <laughs> so, just like you said, we, we watch NFL a lot. I can't go out there and throw a ball like Mahomes. So, like, does that work with everything? Because, like, <laughs> turn on, like, a threesome, like. <laughs> I probably need to watch this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works like that, but apparently I it only am works. joking. I am not into that type of thing. Unless you don't do it. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I guess it's only, like, people argue, and then it's only specific to a certain thing. Like it doesn't apply to, like I said, sports or. How come other, y'all don't? Uh, how come it don't work on you paying your bills? How come you don't watch that and be like, oh, they're always trying to make me pay my bills on time. <laughs> they're forcing that agenda down our throats. Oh man, it makes me want to be a good parent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I want to see my kids now. <laughs> no, it's only just gay agendas. No, in the Joe Button podcast, shout out to them. Even though none of them will ever listen to our podcast, but. They actually made a good point about that. Like, dog, if you're a deadbeat parent in 2020, you're just a deadbeat parent. Like, it's so easy to see her. When we were younger, like, you know, so first of all, when you're younger, you make mistakes and stuff like that. So you're like, okay, she won't let me see. Mm-hmm. But, dog, if your child is 14 and you still see him once, you know what I'm saying, every couple of months, you're just a trash person, period. And, like, this is the type of conversation that women don't realize that men actually have. Because I see it online all the time. Are you guys having this conversation? Yes. Yeah. If one of our guys is not seeing his child, not holding his responsibilities, we're either telling him or he's not our guy anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we we could be friends with somebody that's a deadbeat dad. Well, it, dog, if you are at at if you are absent in your child's life right now, if you're not going to see your child, you can't be around me. Period. Like I can't imagine another man raising my daughter. Yeah. Much less with it being my choice. And I don't even have kids, but if. You and Marlita had somehow worked out differently, and y'all had a child, and you was like, "Oh, like how's Alana?" Mm-hmm. I mean, you, bro, we about to have words. Bro, she don't call me. Bro, she's full <laughs> Bro, I hear like, she won't let me see her. Like, no, don't get me wrong. Like a lot of times when I see it, y'all's priorities are messed up. Like she won't let me see her. No, she won't let you see her because you haven't taken her to court because you're afraid that you're gonna have to pay a hundred and fifty dollars a month or seven hundred dollars a month to see your child. Imagine that. Pay the seven hundred dollars and get to see your child. So you File for rights. joint custody. Yeah. yeah, like as soon as you cut that check, guess what you get to do? See your child. And if she doesn't, guess what? Take, take it right back to court. You can get custody, can't you? Uh, or you can what? I don't know. I've something can happen. But either way, I, I you know I don't want to give people legal advice. But if you ain't going to court to fight for it, then you really don't want to see your. child. You don't want to see your child. Like there's nothing that can keep somebody from from seeing their child. If they want to, outside of like physically being in jail, I, I know there's extenuating circumstances, but I mean, you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and the court will find ways for you to, even if it's you have every other weekend, go get your but children. You still should be spending time with your child. There's no excuse. You can negotiate things like phone time and being able to see them. I, mean, I know people like that, that Skype their child every day, you know, or FaceTime or whatever. You make it work. And I'm not saying you have to stay in a relationship for the sake of the child. I think I probably would, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, 
I can't tell you what to do, but at the same time, like if you don't see your child at all, that's a testament to you. Especially, I know dudes, I have known dudes who are like, I haven't seen my child in like a year or two because they live so far away. Like, cause that's, you can get to any, if you buy your ticket far enough, you can get anywhere in the continental United States for less than $300. If, if I see that person on a vacation, but saying their child is too far away, we, I can't rock with you. I can't rock with you. But people are stupid, man. See so. your kids. <laughs> or, in the words of uh, who was it? Who did they quote? <laughs> like, them kids. <laughs> <laughs> they put that on that mic meme. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of that meme, so the F them kids. There was a, uh, so in one of my Facebook groups, we share uh, six brown chicks. So, shout out to them on Twitter. They have a, um, uh, every week they have they post six or seven questions mm-hmm. and it's just like people writing in. So it's like the strawberry letter on okay. you know the, yeah, yeah, yeah. that stuff. So question six said, My cousin Tasha, the messiest B word in the family, he married my sister's boyfriend, has a baby with my ex fiance, called a family meeting. She announced that she has cancer and demands that my sister and I take care of her kids. Her hubby left her. Please help. <laughs> F them kids. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. If wow. you, it, bro, you can go on and die, and your kids can go into the system for all I care. <laughs> Not the system, though. The system. What they got to do with me? I don't. I don't understand what you want out of me. All right, man. So enough about uh, all that stuff, man. You um, watching the football this weekend? Yeah, I mean, we had the. It was full of football. We had the the playoffs, was a divisional round, and um, the national championship for college football. So I guess we can start talking about the NFL. And Man, I can't believe folks are still watching the NFL. Like me personally, I've been protesting since the end of the season because of the Cowboys. No, look, that's not necessary <laughs> to discuss why I'm protesting. You should be happy because I got stand with Jason Cap. Garrett. I stand with Cal. <laughs> Did you just play fantasy football? I, I already set my fan duel lineup for this weekend coming Man. up. <laughs> I would say you've watched over 100 games this year. No, I haven't. I, I, I honestly went about a month without watching football after we lost. I wouldn't have the cap. I mean. <laughs> that's everybody thing. else. Uh, they would say that. I never watched football, but I stand with cap. But, um, so what you think about them Titans? They are playing great football. But what I do want to talk about, even in that game, though, like can we not – I, what I don't understand is why people are trying to pretend like Lamar Jackson was just terrible that game. Like no, those, he had three hundred. He had like three uh, three hundred passing yards. He had yards, 500 yards. He had hundred yards rushing. He had five hundred yards of offense by himself. Like don't get me wrong, he threw two picks, and yes, they couldn't convert on third and fourth down. They had, they lost it on fourth and one. But that sounds like dog. If you're not converting those, and somebody has five hundred yards of offense. That sounds like an OC problem. Not like stop it's, trying to say Lamar got exposed. What did you expose? It sounds like the defense couldn't tackle Derrick Henry. He had over two hundred total yards. No, expose my quarterback anytime. Of, of, if they gonna get five hundred total yards, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the same thing as when, and I think I spoke about this before when Tony Romo played the Broncos that year, and he had like five touchdowns. Oh, you know but, that year he had the third worst defense ever. Yeah, yeah, because the defense gave up fifty points that game, and he, it was like just because he threw a pick on the last drive, Tony Romo blew the game. No, Not he, he, they, he scored forty nine points. Yeah, they scored forty something. I knew it was they was forty nine to fifty two. Yeah, and 
they they said that Tony blew that game. And I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but the fact that I recognize greatness. Well, you're not blind. Yeah, right? I think everybody else is apparently blind. But no, yeah, Lamar Jackson. It's no way you can put that loss on him. Um, but according to, to the uh, Titans fans, they're about to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, they're not too far from it. That's like true. that's the thing about it. I they got to get through this Kansas but, City team, and then they also beat the Chiefs this year. Um, yeah, but I mean, but also, was was that when Pat was hurt? Actually, I think he played. I think it was like thirty-five to thirty-two was the final score. I, I don't think Mahomes had a Mahomes game. I mean, this dude is going is arguably the best quarter. I mean, the best quarterback of this young uh, generation. Duh. Like after he, he get, has it. After you get rid of Brady and you know, I even put Rodgers into that older generation, Breeze and all Breeze, them. Yeah, he's at the top. Like he is the Tom Brady of this new generation. They now he has so, way more to accomplish. Don't. Yeah. Beat me up well, they say that. he's so ahead of his time right now. Is no, this is his second full year? Full year, and he already has one MVP. Think about that. And he's gone to and the conference he, championship both years. Yeah. And if his defense would have not let him down, he, he went into to Foxborough and went toe to toe with Brady last it's year. It's the only thing about it that the Patriots got the ball last. So, um, and then on the other side, you've got like. I don't know. Nobody cares. Like San Francisco, Whatever. they're trash. And who are they playing? Seahawks? They're playing Green no, Bay. Yeah, Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks That's Disc- right. Discount double check. Yeah, I, I really don't even remotely care about that game. So I'm not even going to pretend <laughs> to care. Like, but don't you got friends as 49ers fans? I, I don't call them friends, personally. <laughs> um, I mean, they're they're cool, I guess. They're people I kind of I know, I guess. Um I mean, one of them raised me, but... <laughs> one of them raised you. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but no, man, so move on to Monday, and you go into Joe Burrow, and uh, the legendary status that is the LSU Tigers now. But what I don't like is that people are already trying to label this the best team of all time. First of all, I think you got to breathe on it. Secondly, they're going off of these stats. Like, they had the most yards, and they yeah. had the most this. They also played three more games than some teams, and even well, they, they went fourteen and oh, fifteen and oh. They uh, played a full NFL season almost. Yeah, because you got the two playoff games. Like that, I mean, they were one game away from playing a full NFL season. So yeah, if you're comparing them against a time in the '90s when they, they played eleven, 11 games. games, they played eleven regular season games and one bowl game. That's twelve, 12 games, games total. Yeah. Now they're playing twelve regular season games. Uh, conference championship game and two playoff games. Like, come on, you can't compare those numbers. Even so, like, the 01 Hurricanes is the best team of all time, period. Like, it, they had something like 40 people go to the NFL off of that one team. Like, your people who can get on the field are people like Sean Taylor. That's like, crazy. you're talking about Clinton Portis. You're talking about Willis McGahee. You're talking about Frank Gore. All on one. And they team. had backups that were starters in the NFL that that could have gone to the Hall of Fame or had close to like maybe not Hall of Fame numbers, but that next tier down. And and that makes it even crazy uh, that you named all those names. And Duke Johnson is what the lead leading rusher. Duke was cold. Duke was the first five star that we had had since um, since that team. Like he was the first person to come in. Or maybe the second. I think we had gotten uh, – no, we had gotten one defensive player and he didn't pan out. But Duke came in. I mean, Duke did what Duke did. Yeah. And his number – and he did all that and broke his leg and missed five games one year. That's crazy. Um, 
But yeah, no, so don't get me wrong. Shout out to LSU. Shout out to the Oakland boy, young Jacoby. And uh, shout out to uh, Odell Beckham giving him money on the field. <laughs> hey, if you if he ain't going to pay him, who is? <laughs> That's true, but... Like, and the thing is, I love how nobody respects the NCAA. Can we talk about that for a moment? Let's talk about how people don't respect the NCAA. So, you know, when we were coming up, you heard, like, it was... If you violate an NCAA rule... It's over for you, cuz. You erased out the record books. You ain't even go to the school no more. <laughs> Bruh, Odell Beckham is out on the uh, field <laughs> handing cash. Like, he's, and this ain't like. And it's like, like, not a secret. Bruh, he wasn't in the the walkway to the. He was room. on midfield. And the national championship. So everybody <laughs> sees him. It ain't LSU versus Morehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he gives in this handshake. You know what the university says? It was fake, fake money. money. That's like, what are we going to tell them? They didn't I even think care. about it. I don't fake know. money. Tell them it was fake money. <laughs> think, bruh, it was fake money? My so daughter could come, come up with, with. My daughter could have come up with a better one than that. <laughs> um, and so then, like, but there's other things. Like, okay, the James Wiseman. Are you familiar with that? Uh, yeah. So let me recap for anybody who may not know. James Wiseman. Didn't lived in like the Nashville area, if I'm not mistaken. And his coach, Penny Hardaway, his AAU coach is Penny Hardaway, the legendary uh, University of Memphis player, or Memphis, I think it was Memphis State then, and, and now coach, who Memphis. gave five hundred thousand dollars to the school to Memphis. So that would make you a booster, right? Mm-hmm. By anybody's stretch of the imagination. Okay, so then. He is the assistant coach who happens to call every play and make all the decisions during the game because in Tennessee, you can't have a non-faculty person as a head coach. Uh-huh. So it'd be like, like how I don't work at Oakland. Like let's say you worked at Oakland. Uh-huh. I could be your assistant, but I might like call all the plays. Oh, okay. So, I got you. so essentially you are the coach, but <laughs> right. you can't say you're the coach. So anyway, so he paid $10,000 to move him from Nashville to Memphis. Memphis. Now, I've moved from Murfreesboro to Memphis before. Didn't take $10,000. <laughs> but, you know, maybe house and all this type yeah. of stuff. You moved from Nashville to Memphis. So, first of all, TWSAA's got to take back all. Your coach paid money for you to move and relocate to here so that you can go to school where he's coaching at. That's a violation in and of itself on the high school level. Mm-hmm. Then... That coach becomes the TWS or not the, the University of Memphis head coach, and then you sign there. And Memphis fans have the audacity to figure out to try to open their mouth and say that the NCAA is picking on them. <laughs> it's, it's like the writing is on the wall. They broke every rule, but this is how gangsters they were. The NCAA said, "Hey, you can't do that." Memphis said, "Hey, SMD." We're gonna play him tonight. Hey, that was they, they. They said Wiseman will play tonight. The NCAA came out and said, "Hey, Nick, Wiseman's <laughs> ineligible." That's cool. Now start this. Wiseman, take that NCAA. And I was he played like two or three. No, more he played games. like two. I think like two games. And then they was like, then they pulled him, and like they basically hold him in front of everybody, and yeah. they pulled him to the side. It's like, hey, cuz, like. Y'all making us look bad. Like, what if we just, like, give them 10 games or something? And they were like, uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay, and cool. Then, and then Wiseman's like, 
Okay. I'm done. Yeah. Like, bro, like, so at Miami, last year, we didn't have a good year, but Manny Diaz came in and um, basically hit the transfer portal hard, which is they set up an online thing where you can enter your name if you intend to transfer schools. So there's legal recruiting going on of people who are already college athletes. Since that's what the transfer portal was. And so Manny went in and got Tate Martell. He got uh, a kid from USC or UCLA mm-hmm. to come in, a kid from Virginia Tech. Like he, It was a big deal. Everybody that wasn't going to be third string, that everybody who could play and help us initially, eligible. Tate Martell is a junior. Like, when you transfer, he transferred because they brought in another quarterback at his school. He came from Ohio State, didn't he? And he got them, like, the people are just telling the NCAA, like, hey, bro, this is what we finna do. (laughs) Like, I... They just, I... But is a joke, man. Their rules and regulations are jokes. Well, it's like people finally realize, like, he worked for us. Like, you know how Commissioner Goodell works for the owners. Yeah, yeah. Like, the people, the NCAA is just a board of the, uh, not the governors, but uh, the presidents of schools. Mm -hmm. So, like, they work for you. Like, they are composed of you. Like, why are y'all letting them dictate? Like, there's no way if you work for me, you're going to tell me that I got the death penalty. Yeah. Like, you're going to kill my program. I mean, unless you do something lately. I'm going to kill you. How about that? Rick Pitino. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I mean, that's most of what we covered today. I I had one more thing I wanted to ask you, um, bringing back the, the surprise questions. But did you have any uh, any topics you wanted to cover before we get to that? Um, I think we gave them a good about a good amount of material. So um, I have some surprise questions next podcast for you. You can't give them all of it. You know what I'm saying? You got to save some of it. <laughs> save a save a little bit of it just in case they want some more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, uh, oh, you brought extra. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, along those same lines. Mm. Wait, what's sweet? <laughs> mm. Be quiet, baby. Uh, as y'all can hear, my daughter's in the background. She does have on headphones, so she can't hear what we're talking about. Um, no, I can't. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that uh, threw a, uh, a wrench in everything. Hey, be quiet. So, all right, last thing I'm going to ask you, Nick. This is the year uh, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020 vision. We can see everything. <laughs> what does a lot mean to you? A lot? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of stuff? Just, what does a lot mean to you? I'm going somewhere with this. It means plural. Oh, okay. Oh. What does a lot mean when it comes to body count? Like a lot of people that you've like. Conquered that you've had sex with. What's a lot? Um, uh, what what number is a lot? I don't know. I feel like 50 is a lot. 50? Ooh, Jesus. I mean, I would say lower, but now come on. I know some people. Toxic is toxic is back. Is that 50 for men and women? Honestly, (laughs) if you ask me that. 
10 years ago, I was like, the number would differ from men and women. Honestly, I don't want to know personally. That's okay. just me. I don't want to know. Okay. You know, what happened before me, but happened before me. And that's how it should be. You should be, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, we're all adults. We've done things because well, I haven't. Because but. in the back of your mind, you're going to think, damn, this person been with 300 people. <laughs> you know? So you, I, I don't want to know. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think now the way I think it's the same, you know, cause women, there, there are women out here that just want sex. I mean, there are women out there just like they say, uh, guys, only. it's some women out there that just want to have fun. Um, should they be judged on it? Men do it. Why can't they do it? So, I mean, I'm just saying 50 because, you know, I'm 34, I guess I have friends since I was 34. I'm not at 50 myself. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> but, um. Uh, you know, let's say... 47 and a 30. <laughs> but, um... How many are you at? One. Just you? Just, just, just my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so, you mean to tell me if... You know, so, obviously, you're not lame. Like, if you're sitting around asking a woman body count, you're in your 30s or 40s. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're stupid. Shut up. I, I, think, I think that's kind of... It's petty. So, um, and first of all, okay, let me get back to that. Let's just go on and clear air. Like, let's give women who are listening to us the the freedom to hear what we really think. Okay. Truth be told, if you're asking that, you ain't doing that but setting yourself up for heartbreak. Yeah. That number's going to be higher than what you want to hear. As a woman, if you're asking that question, it's always going to be higher than what you thought. If you're asking a woman that question. Yeah. You, oh, you I never. Mean, I think either way. Yeah. I well, think either way. I, if you're asking that question, see, man think, or woman, I think women expect like 30, 40, 50. Like you, can, if you're asking a woman how many people she's had sex with, you're hoping ten. Well, you also have to understand, 15. women don't count everybody. They have <laughs> stipulations like I didn't, you know, climax or whatever. Like I didn't, <laughs> um, you know, I stopped it after a couple strokes. Um, I wasn't really into it. You know, um, it was a one night stand. Uh, they legitimately eliminate that person from their body count. Like, but <laughs> that's why J. Cole said you got to multiply by three. Like, but dog, if you're sitting there, especially, and this is something that young men do. Like, no older man should be sitting around having this come. But you know, you're 22, 23. We've all done it. We've asked that question, and you're feeling the hurt. Because you're thinking, okay, let's see. She's 24. She's been doing this. So she's got to have like six. Uh, that's one a year. You know, add a couple more because she's been in college. You're thinking 12. So how many? 47? 48. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Word. <laughs> hey, you at, you at 13. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You definitely don't want, at that age, you don't want her to have more than you. You're like, man. What was I doing? Yeah. Like, was I lame? Like, and then now everything you're doing, you're comparing it to the 46 other people that she's been with. <laughs> like, that shows how dudes are in their head, but nobody, no dudes don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. But so you're mean to tell me, let's get get back to it. Now, I know, you know, it doesn't really matter to you. You're not going to ask. It's not. Are you, I think that you're not asking because you want to protect your feelings, but. <laughs> you just don't want to know that. You don't, exactly. you don't want to know the history. No man wants to think about the woman that he's Engaged in the like you don't want to know. Seventy-seven other guys have entered the dragon. So let's say, like, let's say you're taking a young woman seriously, right? Mm-hmm. And y'all decide, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? This could go somewhere. Let's go learn healthy ways to communicate, right? 
I'm not asking that question. Hold on. And let's say it just somehow comes up. Like, let's say the therapist is like, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure this is not what happens in therapy. I'm banning <laughs> a, a question. But let's say they're like, you know what I'm saying? Let's start with something like, how many sexual partners have you all had? Building trust. Four. <laughs> so you go, you starting off with the lie. <laughs> so off rip, you start Nobody off. wants to know the truth. You said one three minutes ago. <laughs> so, but let's say she's like, I'll go first. 57. I'm getting up. <laughs> I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> I, you, you see that clip where LeBron grabbed his bag? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. Not finna be with this hoe. <laughs> just kidding. You're not a whore. You're just an opportunist. So. No, I, I don't want to know. What happens? So, w- what number are you comfortable with? What number you're like, okay, we can, you know. Two. So, number three. If it's three, she's out of there. No, I just, man, I don't know what number. I, I haven't really thought about what number I'm comfortable with or what number I want to hear. I just want to hear it in all. Whatever. You know what? It's kind of like that old saying about porn. You know it when you see it. Yeah. You know it when you hear it. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's also things you can pick up like, uh, this ain't her first rodeo. <laughs> you just don't learn this. <laughs> so, I mean, you know without knowing, but you don't want to know. <laughs> about this ain't her first rodeo. Yeah, you know, it's Bro, some stuff you should no, like. Let's go on and call a spade a spade. What about when? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I, I I'll tell I, you about I, that one off air. Okay. I will tell you about that one off air. Um, I think I know what you're about to say, <laughs> but I want to confirm it off air. <laughs> and if if I, if it's the same thing, I will bring it. I won't bring it up, but I'll say we both agreed. <laughs> so, oh uh, no, I got too many political connections to <laughs> to protect. So, oh, uh, but no, man, I thought that was interesting. Oh, uh, no, nah, but there's some people. It's some people that I know that like I need to know, you know. I just, I think the more important question or the only thing that you really need to know is like, have you had any STDs um, in the past that may have, may cause us from being able to have kids? And do you have any STDs currently? Yeah. Like, if you had, you know what I'm saying, a little little penicillin. (laughs) A little something that can suck it out. (laughs) But if you got something that, you know, you're looking at commercials and it's a beautiful morning. (laughs) I need to know. (laughs) Uh, So I think, I do think that's important. Like, if you've, you know, <laughs> you currently have that, then that's very important to share. We just like that's something that you should be sure because that's that's now impacting the health of your partner. And like anytime you're doing that, that person, your partner should know. Like it should be a conscious decision. Like yeah. I know people who have had spouses or girlfriends who you know what I'm saying have had, but they've made that conscious decision. But that, it was a discussion, yeah. and they went about it in a way to they knew were educated on how to protect themselves. Yeah. And as far as I know, everything went well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't in there like, hey, do you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, I do think that, like, if you do have something, you should share that with that person. But um, as far as the number count, you know, I think I've, I've seen it do more harm than good. So there's never been a, a. I have never heard anybody like, I'm glad we discussed it. The guy's never won the body count discussion. <laughs> it's never. You've never come out of there feeling good about yeah. Like, you can feel okay. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's always going to be higher than what you want to hear. Yeah. Is there something else I can help with? Man, shut up. That's my other phone. <laughs> my other phone. Man, relax. We can tell who's balling with his other, other phone. I don't even know what the phone is. Um, but yeah, man, no. Dudes don't win that. Especially in your 30s. What the? Your phone was this. 
I don't even know how that happened. Oh, but yeah, especially in your thirties, because you're not winning that conversation. Yeah. Like just because then because being an adult, that image you have of that person is going to be shattered and uh, it's going to hurt your feelings. If she's in her thirties, she probably has had sex before. Like she's it's, had sex. Okay, it's no thirty year old versions out there. I mean, yeah, I can't. I haven't like polled them all, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I guarantee you, it's less than one percent. Oh, I mean, yeah, but. I'm more concerned about why she's still single at this point. Like, ain't nobody wiped you. Ain't nobody put a baby in you. And you still a virgin. Like, virgin is the the least concern. Like, ain't nobody. Nobody has thought that you were a good enough catch to take you off the market yet. Well, who knows? Maybe they're looking for something specific. I don't know. Maybe they focus on their career. Maybe it's just they ain't got time for it. Who knows? It's a lot of career-driven individuals out there. If you focus on your career, that means you've been getting that thing. They've been blowing your back out. <laughs> That's what focus on your career means. Like, you've been passing it out. <laughs> that means you at the mixers. Like, you ain't exchanging uh, cards. You exchanging straight up. Like, giving the key to your hotel. What you doing tonight? <laughs> hey, but again, like, there are some women out there. Like, you know, they have, have men out there just looking for one thing. There are some women that just like, oh no, I like, just want to get my rocks off. And I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool right now. So, you know, I've been in business sales. For you know, what I'm saying a substantial amount of time, and so like in Houston, when I moved down there, I had I knew I had to grow my network. Like mm-hmm. I had to get out and be out and about and meet people, shake hands. Um, and so like I distinctly remember there was uh, one of them. It was a, a young black professional group. So I'm in that thing, you know, what I'm saying just shaking hands. Marlita's walking around somewhere, you know, meeting people. Like, hey, this is what I do. If I can help you with that, because I'm with Verizon, so everybody at some point in time needs a cell phone mm-hmm. um, or it can connect me to their business who needs one. So I meet this doctor. She's a, you know what I'm saying, attractive young lady. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, we were conversing. It was all very professional. I wasn't hitting her or nothing like that. And so after about, you know what I'm saying, two or three minutes of her telling me like, hey, I'm, you know, in residency. I don't have much time right now. I know a couple people I can link you up with. She was like, so, uh, <laughs> she hit this should be interesting. She'd be with the so uh Daddy. what you uh what you trying to do tonight? And I was like, Well Daddy. huh? Yes, baby. Um, I'm so there was this chick this young lady, you know, attractive young lady that was a doctor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we were just conversing. Like, you know, my wife was in there, and that's just not how I roll anyway. Like, you know how yeah, yeah, I get yeah, there. Yeah. So, but, you know, if she can help me get into her hospital, that could be, you know what I'm saying, oh, two or three thousand <laughs> Well, I'm getting to that. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying, after conversing for about two or three minutes, she's like, so, uh, what you doing tonight? And I was like, well, uh, my wife and I might grab something <laughs> to eat, maybe some pizza or something, head back to the crib. She said, oh, you're married? I said, yeah. She said, uh, does she like girls? And I was like, well, <laughs> no, that's not really how we roll. She said, okay, cool. She's like, I'm not even going to, she said, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm in residency. I don't have time to go out and meet people. And, you know, there's some things I'm trying to get taken care of at night. And I said, huh. All right, then. Well, good luck to you. And I went on about my business. Just like it happens in Grey's Anatomy. But the next person that walked up, they were leaving 15 minutes later. It was like a like a young Middle Eastern dude. 
Wow. And so, you know how they talk about Vegas? Yeah. Like the jackpot, like, or you know how to have somebody warm the slot. So up you warm you. the slot and somebody else came through. <laughs> so, um, man, I hope my wife doesn't kill me for that story. She's heard it before, but um, Houston women are different too, though. They aggressive? Bro, my wife walked off one time and went to the, to the bathroom. Shit walked up to me and was like, hey, put your number in my phone. I said, what? Wow. Yeah, flat out. That was my first month there. And I'm not even, like, super attractive. I mean, you know, so I got the hammer, but she couldn't know that by then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got a screwdriver over there. You got a, uh, you got a bunch of tools over there. <laughs> uh, uh, I got the hammer. <laughs> she, she didn't see that sitting down. Or did she? All right, well, now I'll, I'll go behind you. That that would never happen. Uh, you know, life happens. No, life doesn't happen. Maybe a zombie apocalypse. No. Um, so, man, let's get out of here, man. My daughter is fiending for some attention right now. Yeah. Um, so, I appreciate you coming down. No, anytime, man. It's always a joy to kick it with you and Alana. So, man, Toxic is back. I'm just So, it, it's going to get worse from here. Uh, this is kind of a warm-up, too. But uh, we would get full Russell. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Take that how you want to. <laughs> uh, but I want to get to the point where I got people messaging me like, I can't believe y'all said that. That's when I know we made it. Yeah, well, I am about to start lobbying some softballs to you. The questions are going to get more provocative. We're going to... Uh, 2019 was a year of learning for us. Uh, we are going to add some more equipment. We're going to get you some better sound, uh, add some more people on the team, continue to grow this thing. But uh, we are definitely expanding our our reach. Uh, shout out to our faithful listeners. We didn't even advertise the last episode, and it did more numbers than what our first couple episodes would do after pushing it. So wow. we have people that legitimately get on and log on. Like, there's there has been nobody to go on and uh, promote last episode, and it did decent numbers. So um, thank you to everybody who listens consistently and uh, really messes with us. We promise to give you more of our personalities and how we really feel on things. We're going to give you some insight into our worlds, uh, what men really think, have some diverse people on. Uh, Nick has consistently talked about wanting to have someone from the LBGT community, LGBTQ+. Don't forget, don't forget all of that. Like Dave Chappelle said, don't forget the, what is the Q? Please say the baby. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? So I want to have some people on. So if you're listening to this and you fall into that community and you feel like that you're comfortable explaining a viewpoint in a, a manner where there are going to be some jokes fired off, yeah, if you come through and fire some jokes back at us. Yep, feel free. By the end of the day, it's all love. Yep. Um, you know what I'm saying? Definitely going to have some different walks of life on. Uh, definitely want to have some professional athletes. We're going to start making a couple of phone calls, doing that, uh, a couple of strippers, things of that nature. So just tune in. It's going to be a fun ride, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I can't wait. 2020 is going to be a big year. Yeah, man. So, uh, also, in 2020, I'm going to come up with a catchphrase to sign off. But until Oh, then, shoot. Mur, 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 mur. I almost forgot in 2020. I almost forgot. You've been listening to the Haters of Lovers podcast. I'm Russell. This is Lucky Lefty. I have a good one. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hand. Oh, you had it. I threw the lob and you 
you know, 